Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Oz. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. And Steven. Yo. Yo, indeed. <laughs> Lauren, you have... We're So we're eating while we do the show now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. It's a fucking delicious porchetta sandwich from the farmer's market. Of course I'm eating it. Don't think okay. I'm not giving 100% of my attention to this podcast while, while we're on. I can do but I can I can walk and chew, chew bubblegum at the same time. I can I can podcast and eat a delicious sandwich simultaneously. Don't don't doubt my professionalism. I'm gonna bring a Paul Giamatti two shows in a row now. I'm gonna be <laughs> Paul Giamatti from sideways. Like, are you fucking chewing gum while they're doing the wine tasting? We did a bonus episode yesterday too, speaking of. So if you're not signed up, patreon.com slash batting around. You can go sign up for that. That's a fascinating bonus episode to sign up for. <laughs> don't think <laughs> <laughs> don't go into it expecting any baseball stuff but um but yeah it was fun but anyway we can this is the episode where we talk about baseball stuff yeah last week uh we were one day off of shohei otani signing with the uh dodgers but we didn't know the details of the contract yet the no uh, we knew a lot of it was going to be deferred that's what the, the language at the time was like it, it said like most i think some said like most of it or even like a, a lot of it but we had no idea it was going to be what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we certainly didn't know he was, he was only going to be getting $2 million per year That's, while he's yeah, playing. Yeah. I've come around on the deal. I, I no longer think it's that that crazy. I mean, it's, it is crazy. They, they, they should definitely make sure you can't defer like 90% of your salary anymore. That's pr- yeah. probably not good for baseball. Um, He just gets to be the one-off, I think, on this. Yeah, I, I think like he is just such a unicorn that you can't make rules around him except you know like the shohei otati rules there are that several allow rules him to do around cool, him <laughs> but to do cool stuff yes but like to limit other people like i don't know about that because like nobody else is gonna nobody else should be getting like huge deals like this i mean juan soto will get a big deal but it probably won't be you know seven no and juan soto doesn't have, doesn't have 50 million a year in endorsements to offset like 90 percent of the contract or whatever. exactly yeah yeah exactly Even- and like Oh, you need to make sure that it's that all of this is fair, whatever. But like, you know, so everybody has a has a shot at this guy. But like, he wasn't going to ever go anywhere else. I don't think like uh, even talking to Toronto and all of these things just (laughs) in hindsight seems like, you know, I, I have to put up an appearance that I'm talking to other teams just so I can force the Dodgers to pay that much for me. But like, mm-hmm. it was always going to be the Dodgers. Like, mm-hmm. it that definitely, definitely was. Yeah. He takes that kind of deal because that's where he wants to be. Yeah. In the Shohei Otani documentary, the one that's on like ESPN, <laughs> there's this part in it where he's there, like, spe- people are like speculating on why he chose the Angels. He ends up saying, like, oh, I just, I had a gut feeling about it. Uh, and then they'll like cut to you, Darvish, and it'll be like, "That's what he said. He had a gut feeling about the Angels." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, clearly it's just they didn't have the DH in the NL yet, <laughs> so yeah. he went to the yeah. Angels. Like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it was all. It was all just like the the final bow on the the present was apparently the uh, a six year old video of of now deceased Kobe Bryant telling him to come to play in LA. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People were really weirded out and grossed by that. I didn't think that was that weird. Like it, it, it was weird, I guess, that they held on to it, but why would you delete it? And it's weird because alternative media people have a different take on Kobe than most of the sports world, I think. It's very but, true. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't think it was all that strange that they prepared that. It is kind of kind of goofy where it's like, okay, well, he's you know he's getting seventy million dollars a year, whatever, and it's deferred, but it still hits the uh, competitive balance threshold at forty six million dollars per year. It's like, okay, well, that's fair. It's affecting that. It's like, yeah, but they're not actually spending that much money. Yeah, so, <laughs> like it, it is still kind of kind of bullshit how they're making this work. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. It's like the the Dodgers are going to spend the money. Shohei Otani was only going to ever go there. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, all these other teams didn't have a chance at him, but they still can spend money <laughs> like to try to make up for it. I mean, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you, they're you contractually obligated to try yeah. now because of his contract. Yeah, totally. And you can't you just can't like factor in Shohei Otani. He's like. He's like the mule in the foundation books. Like <laughs> you can predict everything going forward in history if you use enough math, except like the extremely unpredictable, like uh, like uh, out of the out of the blue things. That's what he is. So we get yeah. the shit. Yeah. So I I'm fascinated by like, the little clauses in the contract that are like if if uh the GM leaves, if the if uh Mookie Betts gets traded or opts out there's all these like weird clauses that are coming out of like uh, reasons he could bail the minute it sucks <laughs> that, that rocks good Which extremely rules he yeah. he got burned so hard before like he's so smart <laughs> like I do honestly think he's like so smart like when I when you watch that documentary about him like and I'm sure a lot of it is kind of fluffed up and stuff but like he he just seems like okay you're a person going through like life the second time as like an rpg where like you understand uh the new Otani's new game plus yeah 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 exactly <laughs> it's just like no you were clearly extremely smart as a kid and you're like i don't need my parents are loving and and great but i don't really listen to them they don't have anything to teach me <laughs> here i am making a 64 point plan on how to be the best baseball player I can. I made this in uh, you know, like ninth grade or whatever. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, this is not a normal person. Yeah. Oh, we found out his dog's name. Oh, did we? What's his dog's name? Decoy. Decoy. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I think it's a good name for a dog. Get I like it. It's very funny. <laughs> See, I I think it's a very strange name for a Japanese professional baseball player to give his dog. Like, I can <laughs> see like my fucking dumbass uncle naming one of his hunting dogs that. Oh yeah, you know, being like, well, I, you know, got to name it a hunting thing. I, I oh, I guess it's decoy is the the one that came <laughs> up on the big wheel of hunting terms to name my dog. That is apparently the English translation of the name, or the, is oh. the dog's English names. Dekopen okay. is, the, is the Japanese name for the dog. Okay, gotcha. And it's a kind of dog called a Nederlandse Koiker Honda. Huh. <laughs> Nederlandse Koiker Honda. I gotta hate the Dutch so much. What a <laughs> stupid language. <laughs> We're trying to grow the, the podcast in, in Hong in, in, in our, our Hong Kong. That's true. You can't say I, that kind I, of stuff. I gotta I gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hong Ball Hoots Klasa uh coverage that podcast that we're starting next season is <laughs> off to a horrible start already. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, the the Deco Pan, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, the Japanese word for the dog uh dog's name. Yeah, I'm quoting from the LA Times article here. 
In Japanese, it's the term used to describe a light or a playful flick of the finger on someone's forehead. Oh, okay, that's like, cute. That's cute. Yeah, I, I think decoy is just supposed to like sound like an English word that sound that, that sounds similar to the pronunciation. I don't. Okay, that doesn't make and, any and sense. It messes then. with media a little bit. It, it tweaks the media a bit. That's the fun part. Because I never saw anything about that. I saw a bunch of people being like, "Oh, it's a decoy," and I'm like, "Huh, that's strange." But that's because that I read newspapers and you guys read headlines. That's true. Oh no, I read. I read. Stories. Well, if you'll remember, I didn't even know about this, so I read nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen reads our Discord channel. Uh, like, uh, our our Discord. No, I don't mean like the big one. I mean the one of the three of us. Uh, <laughs> Let's not tell Stephen's moderate moderate hard like moderator work on the Discord short. Stephen does an excellent job with that. Yes, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Shohei Otani. He's gonna be a Dodger for a long time, and that team's gonna be really good. It looks like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Unless like cat something money. catastrophic happens, and he becomes <laughs> yeah. the if it sucks, hit the bricks meme. Yeah. What else we got going on? There's a lot of other baseball news. I I yeah. think the biggest story of the last week, other than Shohei Otani, was Jung Hoo Lee signing a six year deal with the Giants. That's cool. I think it's very cool, and he he he's, it's worth watching his like his English. He he delivered it um like his signing speech in English. It's adorable. He puts on the uniform and. and Ask the audience if he's handsome. It's very cute. Seems like a very sweet guy. <laughs> yeah. But he's like a really interesting profile that I think the Giants, like, it makes a lot of sense for him to go to the Giants. Like, he's a great center fielder by all accounts. Uh, elite center fielder who makes, like, insane amounts of contact with, like, a 10% walk rate. Really interesting player. Really young guy. He's part of, like, he's, I think, 26, 25. Pretty close to Yamamoto, who is also, like, looking to maybe, like, sign might have the biggest uh, pitching contract in MLB history coming up soon uh, from a bunch of different suitors. But yeah, Giants finally landed uh, an actual star, I think. Six years, $113 million. Um, it's really unfortunate that he plays in the NL West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for them. Lee is 25. Sorry, yeah. Lee, Lee is in incredibly young for as talented as he is. Mm -hmm. Not a power guy, though, and I think the Giants are an ideal landing place for that. Yeah, that is really cool. The Tyler Glass now traded to the Dodgers. Oh, and immediately extended. Yeah. And, um, yep. I think it does probably hurt their seriousness to go after uh uh Yamamoto, which is I I would appreciate him signing um on the East Coast. So I'd like to watch him pitch because uh the comp on effectively wild to him this week was uh in his prime Zach Cranky. And that um obviously given my whole deal, that was uh an intensely <laughs> It's like when someone gets uh you know their pet dies and so they buy another pet that looks like the old pet. <laughs> It's like, yeah, this, okay, this, well, Zach Greinke's retired. He was getting up there. You know, he couldn't really pitch very much anymore. It's like when a dog can't see, uh, you have to like <laughs> kind of guide it to its food and water and stuff. And we get a new one. That's exactly, that's a, just a little bit different. Yeah, just a little bit different. And let's see if we can recapture the magic. Uh, fill that <laughs> Zach Greinke sized hole in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think both the Red Sox and the uh, Yankees are in competition for him. I would like him to sign with the East Coast just so I, I can selfishly watch him. But he's, they're talking $350 million at this point. So someone had to break the bank for him. I saw some videos of him pitching like in a bullpen session. Just like, you know, when you get a like get the angle really close during a bullpen session, it makes any pitcher look crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like how good it is. But his is just like, oh, he's, I don't know. He's so cool. Like, I really do love like. <laughs> His pitch delivery and stuff—he just looks fucking cool. He looks like Granky. Yeah, he like lands yeah. in the same spot as Granky. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I and I, I want him to sign so we can also 
get figure out where Shota Imanaga is going to land because that's the other. He's the lefty. He's thirty, but yeah. like the Yankees are talking about him as like a backup plan. He he'd be a very good pitcher, I think, in his own right. But Giants are also looking at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Dodgers did extend Tyler Glass. Now I don't know if we talked about like hundred something million dollars. It, it'll mm-hmm. be like a great contract. Um, it, it's a good contract if he shows if he throws like a hundred innings a year. Yeah, like the Dodgers don't need to fix his pitching; they just need to fix his health. That's the the more right. challenging one. Because yeah, it was 120 innings last year. That was a seat like the, the highest ever. 2022 is totally out except for six innings, and it was like less than 100 innings for three straight years in Tampa Bay. Kind of how it is when you're a human giant, like when you're six foot eight. <laughs> you know, it's got to be extremely hard to stay healthy yeah. like that. Like getting out of bed is like a, a risk. Yeah, at that height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like like going to like dog analogy. That's like the 150 pound dog that like it, it breaks its leg. It's it's done. It's over. Yeah. At like age six. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Get arthritis really young. Oh, that's what happened to my dog when I was a kid. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the arthritis anyway. He got arthritis. He's a big, huge black lab. Like even before he was fat, he was just a huge dog. <laughs> Old fat dogs really are the be- like the best yeah. pets. Yeah. No, he was great, but just got arthritis. Couldn't run around anymore when he was like six. Let's mm. not how to do sad pet talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Royals did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, the Royals signed Michael Waka. They signed uh, Seth Lugo to three years. They finalized, or they're finalizing a deal with Hunter Renfro for two years. I don't know. I don't think the they'll Royals be... are so weird. Yeah, I think they were better last year than the record showed. Like I think, like by run differential, they were better than significantly better. They're still like under five hundred. Pretty bad. Still. <laughs> like, yeah. and I don't see any of these things really, really moving the needle too much. Yeah. The, the one advantage they have is, is the division they play in. So, like, yeah. I kind of see. Any, yeah. Well, hold on now. The Tigers signed Jack Flaherty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the, I, the Tigers, the, and, and I'll have you know that that's the second place Detroit Tigers. If <laughs> 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 they did overtake Cleveland, uh, which is so funny that they did that right at the end. The Tigers What's do have. Doing? I don't think they've been doing shit. I think they've been. Uh, <laughs> They've they've been <laughs> assembling a a giant hot fudge sundae with all the toppings for Terry Francona's <laughs> retirement party. That's what they've been doing. <laughs> they have not yeah. been doing baseball stuff, I don't think. Um, the only news story I heard about them sincerely was involves uh, like repainting the seats a different color. Great, <laughs> great, <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. The Royals getting Hunter Renfro, great. Like <laughs> he had negative war last year. Like I don't know. They're they're. <laughs> I, I still don't see mu- this doing much like, okay, you're going to have three years of Seth Lugo. Like, uh, I, I, I don't know if I would sign up for three years uh, of a 34 year old. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that that's going to be the stuff that that takes them, that, that, that pushes them over the edge, like to even get to like 500. Um, no, no. And, and Will Smith, like, yeah. as another guy who's like good, good reliever. They, they I think the plan probably is to like, trade most of these guys at the deadline and have them on a good contract that like they can maybe get a, a decent prospect for if they hit. Sure. Sure. They can, uh, or they're just like, well, maybe we can make the super bullpen again. You know, we can, <laughs> we can, you know, invent time travel through science or magic. And, uh, and we can, <laughs> we can do 2015 all over again. But like the, like I was saying, the tigers though, they have, a couple of young guys that like stay healthy and, and like kind of turn a corner and they could be 
a contending team. Like they're not, or they're yeah. closer. They're much, much, much closer to that anyway. Like the, the you know, Royals signed be like guys, the, or- like, the Orioles last year. Yeah, right. Royals signed which guys like yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> not paying attention really. And they're they play in the same division as my favorite team, and I'm still just like yeah. No, it it doesn't seem significant enough to really move any yeah. needles, especially if like this is all it is. Like they're just betting on their younger guys taking huge steps forward mm-hmm. and then signing right. a bunch of relievers. Yeah. And and Michael Waka, who's always young, who's younger than I ever think. He always, he always looks like a guy who's like 45 to me. But no, I think he's like 33. <laughs> yeah, 32. Yeah, it's because he's been pitching since 2013. I forgot that he came up as like as a baby. I remember yeah. when he, he had that like big postseason that's like his little coming out party. Yeah. His first or second year or something. The Royals, uh, Probably going to be better than the White Sox. I would like, yeah, I yeah, that's it. that would be very funny. Actually, <laughs> this is all totally relevant for me now because I make now I'm getting into like I'm getting into the gambler's mindset of <laughs> that they're trying to impose on all of us, but I'm doing it for like other weird side bet things. So I would be like, okay, now I'm really invested in the fourth and fifth place spots of the AL Central <laughs> and like getting the Royals to to take it up a notch and knock the White Sox down to the very bottom. But it's not for I money. Mean... It's it's <laughs> for pettiness. It's for spite. It's just to see a rich old fuck in, in Chicago suffer. Yeah. yeah. And their fans who have slighted me personally. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, one, one of our favorites uh, this week was we uh, uh, the blooper Twitter account was uh, getting uh, oh, spicy no. again. Oh, what no. Did I, didn't, I didn't see that, actually. Let me let me let me find this. Okay, they're they're just using that account to like shit talk people again, and I I don't understand. Awful. And I think it was in the con in in the context of um, them acquiring Matt Carpenter and Raker and having like a weird statement about those guys who haven't been good for quite some time. Mm-hmm. He tweeted assembling mustaches like infinity infinity stones. Ugh. And Raker would be a sick name for a DH. No, it wouldn't. Shut up, Boat Blooper. This is... Oh, no, it's just talking the worst. Mets. If the Mets yeah. proved anything this year, it's that dropping a bunch of money into something a super team always works. About the Dodgers, presumably. Awful. Get the, the mascot f- doesn't need to be doing that. Mascot shouldn't be able to do that. The mascot does not need to be tweeting, who touched my bionicles on December 15th? Uh, okay, yeah. No, send this person to jail. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, What an hour ago. Not really feeling the Roman Empire. Give me the invention of the steam engine. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is... I Oh, my God, I hate this guy so much. The pinned tweet just says, what I need is a ballista. I what? hate this account so much. <laughs> Awful. Uh, Awful. Something uh, needs to be done about blooper. Yeah. Oh... Uh, <laughs> No, we need to figure out where Blooper was on January 6th and put him away. <laughs> like, for sure. I hate Blooper so much. January 6th was before he existed, wasn't it? Uh, was he, well, uh, was, 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 is that his part of his origin story? <laughs> yeah, he was. I was next to Ashley Babbitt as she was gunned down by <laughs> the Secret Service. It turned me into a dark mascot. Yeah. Off. I, I can't, I can't devote any more psychic energy to blooper yeah thank uh, you for say like, like 9 30 on a sunday morning awful awful social media <laughs> has been has been showing me 
untold horrors already and and you bring that you bring that to me now thank you lauren <laughs> okay we need we need a quick change of the subject what else have we got he's <laughs> something else it's the off season jane we don't have we don't have anything else <laughs> oh here new story that uh apparently yesterday night yoshinobu yamamoto had dinner with uh at steve cohen's house yeah i just i just saw that yeah that seems to be like in the last within the last hour steve cohen right. showing him all the extremely weird art that he has yeah around his, uh, around his house yeah just like a big room with a door on it that says financial fraud don't enter i'm glad he's getting all these nice dinners yeah 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 he must be getting great dinners oh my god he's getting wine and dined as he should be yeah yeah imagine these dinners I don't know. I, I suspect without knowing the details that Steve Cohen is a, a weird food guy. I think he's probably got a bunch of weird food hangups. Oh, absolutely. Just I think every rich person develops those. You have to. You have to yeah. in order to just like not be bored all the time, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like only like I only eat Kobe beef imported like A5 Wagyu. Mm -hmm. I only eat <laughs> organic bacon for breakfast. I put yeah. gold, literal gold on my food before I eat it. That seems like a very like Maybe I think it'd be a new money thing. I think that like, Cohen could be that. Like that, that old money wouldn't do that. Yeah, not even like new money, but I mean like you're still like you're rich but you're still living above your means. Like you're still like <laughs> putting a lot of stuff on credit cards that you have no intention of ever paying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you have a, a job that lets you brings in a lot of money for you. And so you get you're uh, extended these huge lines of credit, but like that's not a uh, that's not a movie you make when you you have some actual money and like no. a, just a modicum of taste. Oh, uh, Jung Lee has a dog. Okay. Oh, Ooh, dog chat. Uh, okay, I'm gonna send a picture see. of the dog to the. Yeah. This, this is a this is a cute dog. This is a, this is a quality dog right here. Hold on, I need to. Oh my god. The dog's name is uh, Cacao. Damn it, he's so fucking cute. I hate this. <laughs> That is that is like a toy dog. Oh my it god! Looks, yeah, it looks like a teddy bear. <laughs> oh my god! That thing was made in a lab. It's a GMO dog. That's a dog you have to spend like six figures to like maintain every year. Not just like food. <laughs> yeah. Not just like food, but like the 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 very specific haircut and, and trimming. It's like a weekly trip to the to the barber. Oh, there's more pictures. Oh, the second picture is even better, where he's got it in front of his face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my god. Baseball players are too good looking now. We need to bring back ugly baseball players. I agree. When you start Little League, you should have to start smoking, too. <laughs> and it should be required that you do it the entire time. No sunblock between the ages of like 13 and 22 allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to start smoking when you're six. Every time you, before you go up to bat or go out to the field, you have to drink a little bit of whiskey at least. <laughs> <laughs> and then on draft day you just have to take like a 99 mile an hour heater to the face <laughs> like your nose needs to be like pointed a little bit to one side or the other to be drafted for sure, for in sure. the first round they're way too handsome all these guys are way too handsome now it's not it's, <laughs> it's unbecoming of the sport i grew up with yeah 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 <laughs> like i had a friend talk about how like you know in the old days of baseball that like no these baseball players like cowboys went away they all became baseball players you know mm -hmm. and like the you know turn of the century sort of time and like just like you know movie cowboys are way more handsome than real cowboys these guys are like they're real baseball players now but they're still like they're too handsome we need to get 
back to the roots. Yeah, I agree. Oh, this is fun. Tyler Glasnow uh, has the same microwave oven that I have, or the same uh, toaster oven that I have. <laughs> you just see it in the background of a picture, or is he <laughs> no, like giving it, interviews it, about it? it Apparently, folks... he kept like a, a toaster oven in his in the in the Ray's locker room. Someone posted a picture <laughs> of this, and I recognized, like, oh, that's my that's a Tavala. Yeah, that's a steam oven. That's a combination steam steam toaster oven. That's a great great product. Folks, are you enjoying uh, off season batting around? <laughs> Tyler Glasnow can like re- really efficiently reheat frozen fish uh, in the locker room. Where your host... favorite thing to do in communal work areas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Quality product at a fair price. That's, that's what we call our show, too. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Do we want to? Do we have anything else we want to hit on? Or just do we, do we have anything here? else we're, we're, uh, scavenging through MLB trade rumors or the news <laughs> section of our Discord <laughs> and want to mention. No, it's not what I do. It's not what I do. <laughs> What's your strat? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of hockey lately. Hockey's fun as hell. Yeah. So, give us the hockey update because uh, I. The... You said you mentioned your hockey friends yesterday uh, yeah. on that, that show, and we did a deep dive into how Lauren's social life works <laughs> so um go pay five dollars a month on patreon if you want to hear that <laughs> trust me it's worth it it's some amazing lore and psychology that we learned about yesterday uh but anyway yeah tell us about your hockey friends and what, what, what how, how your hockey experience how threatened about. should we be all yeah. i was gonna say is that i've been going to a lot of games in person because it's a reasonably cheap ticket 30 30 bucks gets me in like a four, four yeah i've been to watch caps games yeah it's fun yeah, you just go it's fun to sell. The caps yeah. aren't very good, apparently. Yeah. Finally, they were really good when I used to go see them. Fucking yeah. finally. So that's it. It's just that's it's it. Just fun to go to hockey games. Yeah, like I, I don't. I'm not looking at the. I'm not at the advanced stats level yet. I'm not. I don't have. Like, I can't talk about like trade rumors. I just like don't understand what's going on with hockey because I never played it when I was a kid. So I yeah. like. I just like. I don't know why those guys are get you know getting onto the ice and these guys are getting off the ice like. I don't understand the strategy, like why they're positioned the way they are. Just like, you don't need to. Or I couldn't though. express it anyway. You just need to be able to say like three things at a game and you're good. And it's like, you just need to be able to yell, shoot the puck. Oh yeah, uh, you gotta shoot, you gotta yell, shoot. Gotta yell, shoot. You gotta yell, like clear the the zone, whatever they call the area around the goal. You, yeah. The goalie, you gotta, you gotta yell to clear that. And then you just gotta yell, let's go boys. And then you're good. That's all you need. Let's go boys. You have to say it like that too. You have yeah. to develop a Canadian accent. Just a little tiny bit of like Canadian lilt that you gotta like yep. infuse into your speech yep. pattern. It comes very naturally to me. Uh as a harder for me. Someone yeah. from culturally Canadian from Minnesota. <laughs> so you, you you could legitimately be a bit of a like a Canadian weebo if you wanted to. I could I could. I could definitely do it. I could I could start talking about tragically hip all the time. <laughs> and yeah. Talk about this I, like all the this the different locations in Toronto where Scott Pilgrim was filmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are gone. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> See him just casually outing himself as, a, as an Ayabu. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> that was someone else on Twitter came up with that when I asked this question. That, that's not one I created. You, just a reminder I do spend a significant amount of time in the city of Toronto. To yeah, be clear. and plenty of weebs travel to Japan for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm envious. I, I I would do this if I could make any cultural claim on it, but I'm I'm too much from the South and the Southwest to do it. So I can only respectfully admire Canada from a distance. If I was going to do a second sport right now, 
like the, you know, hockey's always there, whatever. But like the Timberwolves are actually good right now, so I feel like I sh- I should actually get into basketball somewhat this season. Like yeah, while the iron is hot when it's been the only time it's been hot for like my entire life, uh, almost <laughs> of like the Timberwolves actually being good. So yeah, I I will not be doing that for the Wizards. That's so fucking funny that they're called the goddamn Wizards. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like I, they got. I think they they chose that name to to stop being like. The, the bullets the bullets it's like yeah it's not that's not a good name especially in dc <laughs> in the 80s yeah like, yeah exactly you want to do mailbag yeah this one is from jeremy i think right after we recorded last week and this is funny who coached it better the yankees 2022 mental skills coach sending around <laughs> highlight videos of the red sox 2004 <laughs> alcs comeback <laughs> or buffalo bills head co- head coach sean mcdermott handing it to the 9-11 hijackers as a lesson in the importance of communication to his team um oh. that that was such an awesome story what yeah. um that's that's coaching that's coach brain yeah. excellence yeah, yeah that's so fucking funny it just like these guys these guys put it together like giving the same <laughs> speech you know that every football coach has but has to like really reach for examples now or like get edgier and edgier with the <laughs> with the examples and eventually it's just like 9-11 like it'd be funny if like you know it turns out that sean mcdermott was also listening to blowback and like... <laughs> <laughs> they kept their heads down they grinded yeah <laughs> And that's when the CIA or the, the FBI was tipped off to bin Laden's agents in the United States, but told not to act on it. Now that's like God gifting you with the natural talent of a wide receiver. Like <laughs> <laughs> you need to take advantage of that. Like those guys did on that fateful Tuesday morning. But yeah, better or worse than the, the Yankees coach uh, showing Red Sox two dozen for ALCS comeback footage. Uh, hard to say. I think contextually, it's- Probably the Red Sox was more egregiously offensive to yeah, who, it, who that was delivered to. It, it, in the context of the sport that it is happening in, it is absolutely the 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 Yankees mental skills coach. Yeah, mental skills coach. God, I love that title. It's so good. <laughs> We're gonna hire one of those in the next round of negotiations with you. <laughs> it's it's gonna be me in a wig. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to be taking it out, like, you know, out of your paychecks. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, there's this much coming out for the mental skills coach. And it just goes right back to me. <laughs> okay, let's see. Ian S. if you could pick one perfectly executed regional food to be sold at every ballpark, what would it be? Uh, I'm not, I don't want to go through every ballpark. But do we have, like, a couple? I mean, yeah. most of them, most of them are there. Well, yeah, maybe not perfectly yeah. executed. Oh, yeah, perfect, so I think sure. the idea is like, what local thing would you take national if you could? Oh, okay. 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 And I, I think uh, a really good pick would be Chicago Italian beef. Yeah, you could do that everywhere. It's like it's it's ingredients everybody is familiar with. It would translate really well as a ballpark food because mm-hmm. it's just a very it's a wet sandwich, and a lot of cities need like need more wet sandwiches. I don't think I want a wet sandwich when I'm when I'm at the ballpark because then like. I got to go get up and clean off my hands and stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to get it dipped. Okay. I mean, if it, if 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 it's perfectly executed, then you could do a lot worse than a cheesesteak. I feel like the cheesesteaks are everywhere. Like on your present. Are they? Any ballpark, you can go and get a cheesesteak at this point. I could be wrong, but yeah. I feel like that's like ubiquitous enough that you could probably get like a, they, they, they might call it like a steak sandwich or something, but I think that's available. Mm. Usually not very good though. Yeah. There are like multiple cheesesteak places in the Twin Cities. 
places that are explicitly like it's in the name. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just started noticing that in the last like couple of years, but it's it's bizarre how many like places just like on oh on the corner just says cheesesteaks like across thing. Like, what the, f- the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Why are all the Philly people coming here? This is bizarre. Philadelphia cultural hegemony is approaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going for yeah, they're going for the cultural victory. Uh, <laughs> cultural dominance by a hoagie mouth. Yeah. Do we have any other ones though? Sonoran dog. I've talked about the Sonoran dog on this podcast a lot though. Yeah. It, it's it's a good regional dog. It'd be a great national dog. Skyline chili in every park. <laughs> what is a perfectly executed skyline chili look like? What does it look like? Like a big pile of slop. <laughs> you can't see anything underneath the mound of cheese on it, I think is the idea. Yeah, the shredded cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, there's like different ways that they do it. They'd like a four-way, five-way, I think they call mm-hmm. it. I would try skyline chili. I think it'd be good. I do want to have it. I, yeah. Yeah. I was in I was in Cincinnati with friend friend of the show, Liz Rocher, and we were at the Reds ballpark, and I was looking at the skyline chili, and I was like, I don't need that. And then I walked and got a hot dog. <laughs> I think it maybe uh we should meet it if we met it if we met at a neutral yeah. site this year mm-hmm. as a podcast, Cincinnati would be a good pick and we can try Cincinnati chili together. But speaking of like ballpark food, I have been thinking about this. We all like to to laugh at the scran, not scran stuff, but like I, I think that they should just introduce the boxes of a bunch of fried food and stuff and ballpark stuff. Oh, like munchie box. Absolutely. Of, yeah. Yeah. Munchie. Just give us a munchie box for sure. Americans like, love munchie boxes. It's crazy. We don't do that already. Kansas City know. FC introduced one and it looked really good. It was it was a top five scran on no scran this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw that one. It had like some sliders in it uh-huh. or something. Yeah. And yeah, that'd be great. Just like, OK, give me two mozzarella sticks, like four big <laughs> onion rings, yeah. uh, two chicken tendies. Like, yeah, just throw all yeah. that shit in there. And, and like that a garlic bread great. pizza. Yeah. Flawless. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Like You could do like an, a do like an international one with two with like carne asada fries. And then like a couple, like a quesadilla and maybe like uh, a little, like a, like a, a banh mi or something, just like around the world in the ballpark. You know what I think a big stumbling block to this will be, though? It'll be that the stadium concession stands are so cheap that they don't want to pay for a whole box, like <laughs> like the actual cardboard box. I think it's like that that costs nine cents instead of, uh, you know, a quarter of a penny, like um. <laughs> The stupid little tray that mm-hmm. is overflowing with your fries and chicken tenders that like, <laughs> you know, you can't get back to your seat without a bunch of them falling out. They they just don't want to give us a full big like box that it can all be contained. At. Yeah, it would also cost like $70. That cut into the margins too much. Yeah, we don't really have like proper scran culture of cheap food at the ballpark. It's, it's oh, criminal. It's such a shame. I like the suggestion that the, this question has in it. That's worth bringing out just for that. I think that's a fun rule. Which one? Fun the rule. We're talking about Stall Maniac's Maniac question. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll start that one. Okay, Stall Maniac. When you've probably answered before, but maybe someone has new ideas. What's one change you would unilaterally adopt in MLB if given the chance? For example, I just suggested that every park should have one really deep slash tall wall like Fenway or Camden. We've probably talked about this and I, and I think like, uh, but you know, we can always riff on it some more and whenever we do this, I think we always are kind of like, yeah, we're not going to be like, oh, give give the teams to the to the people or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're not doing epic baseball communist shit here. We're looking for fun answers. Yeah. So. 
Every team yeah. should have to play at least one game uh, in Mexico and one game in a city in, in Canada that's not Toronto. Cardinals are playing the Marlins in Sudbury tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Unironically, that, do, that would rule. They're doing a four-game series up there. <laughs> yeah. Anything that gets more just more international games. I want I want more Mexico City series. <laughs> like yeah just the, uh, the absolute the absolute crazy altitude up there yeah. like let's i want i want more data for <laughs> for that so we need to have more teams play there and like do a game in guadalajara do a game in like other uh, in like, somewhere in latin america yeah i don't really care about games in like france or britain i, I don't i'm not particularly i don't think those markets are particularly interesting to try to grow when when yeah they're like okay well we maybe we can get a you know Big, big, bigger market, France, England, whatever. It's like there's that's so much like extra groundwork that you would have to do. You're, you're just like, well, we really just want more white people. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know that is. baseball is already popular in Mexico, Latin America, but like that's not the element that we want. We would <laughs> rather bring in these uh, French and Frenchmen and Brits that don't care about this at all. Yeah. And to that point, it would probably make sense to play some more games in, in the South too. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a MLB game in Alabama for a, a couple games yeah. and see what happens. Break the Braves hegemony over the South. That would be good. We do need to balkanize the Braves fra- <laughs> fandom. They do have way too much of it. We need to we need to split them up. Yeah. You should become like the 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 the, the Gunther guy of balkanizing. Gonna be, I'm gonna be the gun yeah I'm gonna be the Gunther <laughs> But we need we need eight more MLB teams in the southeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Braves fandom shouldn't extend beyond the borders uh, of Atlanta City. <laughs> We're gonna put another one in Atlanta just to break up the Braves. You know? Actually, in Atlanta, yeah, not in Cobb County. Yeah, yeah. actually, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah the, they get to be the Cobb County Braves now, and then we're gonna have an actual Atlanta team. <laughs> we're gonna just fucking destroy this. Yeah, I feel like this. A good answer to this would also be our virtual game. Where you do one game in like a in like a, a 3D box and uh, project like a historical ballpark oh, around yeah. it. Yeah, didn't they? Weren't aren't they like doing that? Are they? They what do you they mean? had like virtual games this season. Oh, that was just like regular games that you could like watch virtually. I think watch from like oh. a webcam that was in the stands or yeah. something. Oh, what the that. How is that different than watching it on TV? It's not. It's just it's just a worse. It's doing that, but like a worse experience. Yeah, it's Ugh. like we're gonna cut out all of the production of television. We got you like OK seats. Like <laughs> you're just gonna watch from a webcam from OK seats. It's like no, 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 no. That's not. That's not better in any way. That is. Just, <laughs> that's the worst of all worlds, really. Yeah, and then you could also watch like virtually uh, through the uh, MLB game app. Like you, they had like a 3D mode for. Where it would like show the stat cast overlays of all the players on the field, right? And that was actually kind of fun to watch because, like, when they do like a, when they'd all go to the to the mound at a mound visit or something, the skeletons would like would get too close and it would like disrupt and they'd, <laughs> they'd like freak flip out. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that does roll. No, but like what you were talking about though is doing like historical like a danger room or holodeck scenario. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Build like a build like a big like a, a like a big stadium empty find an empty stadium like put green panels everywhere on the walls and project like uh right. star wars style project the ballpark into it so it looks like a a stadium to the players yeah we're gonna get dave fellini out of star wars <laughs> and we're gonna be like okay we know you like this big wall that you project stuff onto to be the background in your shots we're gonna have a huge sound stage that we can move these big screens around to look like different 
historical ballpark. So yeah, like we'll have our Ebbets Field one set up for yeah, a candlestick. Uh, yeah. For, yeah, for like a Dodgers Giants game or whatever. Dodgers Yankees game. Yeah. Uh do all that stuff. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, we Okay, so that's yeah, that's, that's our our suggestion for uh one change or what it should unilaterally adult, adopt. It's to it uh spend billions and billions of dollars <laughs> of research and development into into making uh a a real life danger room uh for baseball stadiums. Great. Good job. We did it. <laughs> I think that's going to be the end of this show for the week. Lauren, Stephen, thank you. Uh, and thank you for listening, everybody. Jane here, cutting in, because there's one thing I forgot uh, while we're recording. Really important. Uh, want to promote a new baseball podcast by friends of the show, Corey and Sam, called Wide Strike Zone. Really, really funny. Three episodes of it out now, wherever you can get podcasts, I'm sure. I've been listening on Spotify. Uh, but it's a partially scripted comedy show, and then part of it is kind of an irreverent, you know, offbeat baseball perspective, uh, riffing on current topics and, and whatnot. Uh, really, really funny. Plus, Corey, good dude. When I was running my fundraiser for Baby Billy to get his FIP treatment, Corey bought my uh, rare copy of The One Ring from the Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering set, and that really, really helped fund Baby Billy's recovery. Baby Billy's doing great, by the way. Big part of that is thanks to Corey. So do me a favor. Go check out Wide Strike Zone. Do yourself a favor. Go check out Wide Strike Zone. It's funny stuff. Okay, back to the outro of the show. Go sign up, patreon.com slash around to hear uh, bonus episodes. We'll have one of those uh, coming out next Saturday as well. Our couch and around for the month, which should be a doozy. Uh, a real corker, as Lauren is taken to saying. <laughs> you can go listen to yesterday's one where we talked about Lauren's weird social life. And uh... that, that okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's mean. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm just trying to rile up the, the people to go sign up for, for Patreon. <laughs> but we'll also be. Uh, probably taking a couple weeks off coming up because we record on Sundays and uh, the next one is Christmas Eve and the one after that is New Year's Eve. So we'll probably see on the free feed at the beginning of the year. Maybe I'll put out some uh, Patreon episodes, older Patreon episodes onto the this feed. Okay. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Bye.